How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Thursday, July 6th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, the Guardians drop the series finale against the Braves 8-1. to uh, They get out hit uh, in the game 19-7. to uh, I think uh, just uh, overwhelmed by that uh, really strong Atlanta lineup. Uh, you know, one of the, the best lineups we've seen all season. Probably the best lineup in baseball right now. Uh, they put up their... 25th game of three home runs or more, uh, and Cal Quantrill just uh, really struggled to to get anything together. Gave up a career high uh, 11 hits. Yeah, Joe, they just uh, that's a monster lineup that Atlanta rolls out there every night. Uh, you know, the first game their number nine hitter hit two home runs. Uh, the the middle game of the series their number two hitter hits two home runs, and last night they they combined to hit four home runs. It's uh, just a devastating lineup. Uh, and like you said, they've hit home runs in, what, 23 straight games. And in that total, the total of home runs they've hit, I think 63 home runs in that stretch are more than Cleveland has hit for the entire season. So, you know, that was a mismatch. Yeah, it's uh, in, in today's day and age with baseball, if you're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, it's it's hard to win. Uh, Cleveland was the outlier last year when they, they won – a lot of games down the stretch, uh, not hitting home runs, and uh, this year it's uh, it, it's really starting to show in all of these close one-run games uh, that they've played. But last night, a little more spread out, uh, eight eight to one final. Uh, you know, hard to take uh, you know too many positives away from that game, uh, but uh, I guess uh, Andres Jimenez d- uh, defensively, uh, you know, looked pretty good. Yeah, Andres made a couple really nice plays. You can see why he won a gold glove. Uh, you know, and, and the good thing is, you know, he's starting to hit the ball a little better too. You know, he's, he's been hot for the last, you know, few weeks. And he, um, you know, he really, he had a hit last night and really uh, drove a ball to uh, center field uh, late in the game um, in the ninth inning, I think for the final out. But he's swinging the bat well, and and defensively, you know, he's played solid all all season, Joe. And he was he was exceptional last night. Uh, another uh, RBI, the only RBI of the game, uh, the only run driven in for Cleveland uh, came off the bat of Ahmed Rosario. Uh, Rosario now with uh, RBIs in five consecutive 
uh, games. Uh, it's, uh, you know, a nice little stretch for him. Uh, and uh, he's the third different Guardians hitter this season to drive in a run in, in five or more games uh, consecutively. Uh, I know that doesn't really, uh, you know, mean a lot when they're not winning uh, the game, but, you know, just to have Ahmed Rosario heating up the way that, that he is, uh, it, it's a positive sign for the top of that lineup. Yeah, for sure, Joe. And uh, he kept them from getting shut out. That was they're on the verge of getting their of being shut out for the ninth straight time. Uh, and uh, so they get a run on the board and uh, they avoid that. And, and Rosario, you know, and Rosario keeps that streak going. He also hit a ball really, really well in the fourth inning to the track in right field. It didn't go out, but, uh, you know, it's a good sign that, uh, you know, he's swinging the bat well. And uh, just, uh, you know, they, they need something, Joe. They, they This is a huge series coming up with Kansas City. You know, they, they're, lead, they're trailing uh, the, the Twins by two games in the AL Central. And it would re- be really nice to take this series, get some momentum going into the break and, and coming out of the break, you know, uh, when, they, when, they hit that, when, they, when they hit the road to go into Texas and Pittsburgh. Uh, and, you know, one of the uh, uh, one factor that might be, uh, you know, nice heading into this series uh, and maybe get Josh Naylor back. Uh, he's supposed to play. Uh, in, in today's game, uh, if, if all things go well, uh, he missed a, a couple of games there with a, a sore wrist. Uh, what's the latest on, on Josh Naylor? Yeah, Joe, I, you know, I talked to Josh uh, as he was going to hit in the cage uh, last uh, yesterday. He said the wrist wasn't feeling great, but he thought he felt it was getting better. He had the wrist wrapped up. And, uh, you know, after, and when we talked to uh, Terry Francona, he said that he expected uh, Josh to uh, you know, be in the lineup today, maybe even have been available last night, but we didn't see him last night. I'm not, you know, he's not going to play in an eight to one blowout, but uh, I think he felt pretty comfortable that he'd be in the lineup today, and uh, they were just waiting for to see how he, you know, cooled down and how he reacted after you know hitting the tee and hitting hitting in the cage. Uh, just to get uh, just to get him heated back up to the level where he was uh, at before. Uh, sort of having to deal with this uh, this injury, uh, you know, heading into the All-Star break would be a good thing. And, you know, maybe all of this talk about, you know, was was Naylor snubbed for the All-Star game and uh, and and those kinds of things. You know, maybe the the time off would do him some good uh, to just sort of recoup and relax and and get things feeling right. Yeah, you know, the, definitely. You know, some guys, uh, you know, <laughs> don't really don't need the, the three or four days between between uh halves at the at the break but i think josh could use it you know he he plays so hard and he throws his body around so much uh that yeah i think he could use uh you know a couple days uh soaking in the ice tub and uh you know helping that wrist get a little better yeah another guy that can uh jimenez is another guy that can actually uh you know really use the time off but two hit by pitch uh you know yesterday hit by pitch twice giving him 15 on the season uh, that's the, the more, more than, uh, anybody else in the big leagues. And, and since 2022, he's been hit by pitches 39 times. Uh, and that's four more than anybody else in the big leagues. Uh, so I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, a couple of days, uh, relaxing and not having to worry about getting out of the way of, uh, fastballs, uh, will, will, you know, you know, be real good for Jimenez as well. Yeah, definitely. That was their best form of offense last night, Joe. They were hit by pitches four times, uh, two by uh, Jimenez, one by David Fry, and uh, one by Jose Ramirez in the ninth inning that, 
I don't know if it was intentional or not. I, I don't think it was, but, you know, Jose took a big hack, uh, and then uh, the next pitch he gets hit in the leg, and he had to leave the game. He, you know, he went to first base, and he was replaced by a pinch runner. But I didn't see Jose after the game. I'm sure he was getting some treatment, but really an interesting uh, kind of development there. Yeah, and and you know we've we saw uh, you know yesterday uh, that's another one of those unwritten rule things. You know you're you're down by you know seven runs in the in the ninth inning. You're up there swinging for the fences, and other teams don't like that. Or, you know whatever they're they're gonna throw at you. Uh, we saw Ellie De La Cruz uh, yesterday uh, for um, Cincinnati. Uh, the, the the Nationals, Davey Martinez. Uh, asked the umpires to check his bat because of something. Uh, there was a uh, some sort of uh, knob on the end of his bat that looked kind of unusual. And, uh, you know, he had the umpires check it. They After a, a delay in the game, they checked it and everything worked out. Uh, and he gets up there and is next at bat and he hits a home run. And then he points to the knob of his bat and he, he points at the uh, the Nationals dugout. And so the next, uh, next time up, one of his teammates gets plunked. You got to... Uh, you've got to kind of pay attention to those kinds of things. So uh, along those same lines, you know, it, it occurs to me, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that Jose had taken a big swing, uh, you know, prior to getting hit. Cause I saw it was on a breaking ball that he got hit. Um, but you know, interesting, something to follow him. And, you know, hopefully yeah. he doesn't have to, hopefully he doesn't have to miss the, the game or be out of the lineup tonight because of it. Yeah. And, and the thing with, uh, De La Cruz with, uh, you know, uh, it was a, it was a plastic knob on the end of the bat, like a, and they said that he used it in spring training. It was like a pitch tracker or a swing tracker. Have you ever heard of anything like that, Joe? Yeah, actually, I, I have one that my uh, my kid uh, I bought bought a similar uh, product for my son to use. That uh, it 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 gives you, you know, like it's a biometric feedback for for the swing, and it really if you don't have the the sensor in. The, the little plastic holder on the end of the bat, then there's no reason to have the little plastic holder on the end of your bat. It's totally pointless. And, and that's pretty much what, uh, you know, the ruling from Major League Baseball is. It's like it's, he's not gaining any advantage. He's not he's not using anything, you know, illegal up there when the plastic thing is on the end of the bat because there's no tracker, there's no sensor uh, stored in it. Uh, so what's the point of even having it? If, if you're going to go up there, why why take that up there to the plate? Is yeah. the point, I guess. But I guess yeah. he, he said he, he likes he feels comfortable with it. You know, he had it in spring training and he just decided to keep it. And, uh, you know, the Reds got permission from Major League Baseball for him to, to keep it on the end of the bat. But uh, apparently that umpire crew, umpire and crew had not got the memo. And then, you know, <laughs> later in the game, later in the game, they got the call from uh, New York that it was OK. But I guess by that time he'd taken the thing off and, and then hits a 455 foot home run. So I yeah. guess he didn't need it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, how, how much more how much more data and feedback does a guy with as much crazy talent as Ellie De La Cruz <laughs> Uh, necessarily need you know you're gonna hit a 460 foot home run the next time I guess <laughs> uh, I don't know I to to me it's just go up there with your bat and and, and take your hacks you don't need the uh, you don't need all the technology or anything like that uh, and and even if it makes you you know high, you've been playing all your your life with you know different kind of bats why why do you need the plastic cap on the end of it right now it's doesn't make any sense but but again for for Martinez to to sort of uh, call him out like that. That's 
that's interesting. And yeah, he, you know, the, the react, you got to anticipate the reaction is going to be, he's going to, he's going to show you up when, uh, when he hits the home run. So, and he got to, that's a little gamesmanship. And, you know, when he did inspect the bat, I guess in the, what, his first time at bat, he struck out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess Martinez accomplished what he wanted to accomplish, but De La Cruz got the, got the last say. Right. Uh, all very interesting. And, uh, you know, how that relates to Jose getting plunked by the, uh, <laughs> uh, by the, uh, Braves. I think, uh, we went off on a little tangent there, but I wanted to get, uh, circle back and just get to Cal Quantrill. Uh, and and really just talk about, uh, you know, what his how how secure his spot in the rotation is right now. Um, he's It's his second outing after coming off of, uh, you know, missing a month off of the uh, the injured list. Um, it was his fourth straight loss and sixth of the season. Uh, like we said, 11 hits uh, is a career high. Uh, and now his last four starts, he's allowed five or more runs. You know, he was awful in Chicago. Uh, you know, Quantrill's lost consecutive home starts. You know, we, we used to always have the, uh, you know, the question about him never, never losing at home. Uh, it's the third time uh, in his career that he's lost back-to-back starts at home uh, and the second time this season. So uh, Quantrill just, uh, you know, when he's, if he's healthy, which, you know, that's, uh, you know, apparently he's, he's got to be healthy to be back out there. Uh, if he's healthy, he's just been not effective. Yeah, I think, you know, I think you give him a little, uh, you know, a little grace period here, Joe, coming off the IL uh, after being on there a month. But these two, you know, so let's see, you know, I don't think he starts. He won't pitch again until the second half. Uh, Maybe he can use this this break to, you know, to uh, figure out whatever he's trying to figure out. But, you know, last two starts, seven and two-third innings, 19 hits. 11 earned runs, 12.91 ERA. Uh, like you said, not good. He hasn't won since, you know, May 7th. And this, this guy was their horse last year. You know, a Cal, what, 15 and five? You know, they, they, you know, he was a, he was a big part of that team. And, you know, he really hasn't been right, you know, really the whole season. So, um, you know, I, what are their options, Joe? If, if, uh, you know, they have to, uh, I don't know, make a move with, with Cal. Yeah, I, the the last uh, couple of outings for Logan Allen uh, down in um, uh, AAA, uh, he's been piggybacking with uh, Zach Plesac. He's gone, uh, you know, three innings and, uh, you know, just to try and keep him uh, stretched out but not, you know, overworked. Uh, and, you know, he's obviously a guy that you can you can call back up and, and stick back in the rotation. Uh but you know we've talked about the the possibility of moving Cal Quantrill to uh, to the bullpen, but that that spot or that role that you would use him in is sort of currently being uh, you know held down pretty nicely by Xavier Curry. So uh, yeah, there there aren't a lot of options. Uh, is is uh, is the end of July maybe uh, an option there if uh, if you're looking to to package him in some sort of trade? I guess you could, but I you know I. D- I don't know. I, I I still like him a lot. I I I think he's uh I think he's just going through you know one of those years maybe and or a period of stretch here where you know he hasn't been completely healthy and now maybe if his shoulder is healthy you know he's learning how to pitch with that again. I, I I'm not sure. There could be a, you know a bunch of different reasons. I I would hate to see them pull the pull the you know pull the cord on Quantrill too soon. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know, and this is not a a club that's known for for giving up too soon on their starting pitching. Starting position players, maybe uh, you know, are uh, young position players. Uh, you know, maybe they 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 pulled the trigger a little bit quickly, but uh, yeah. you know, pitching it's it's almost like they hold on to them too long. Uh, in some cases. Uh, all right, you know, just looking. Um, here's here's the next thing I sort of wanted to get into. Sort of leads into the next thing uh, is Oscar Gonzalez. A uh, lot of buzz about Oscar uh, and his recent success down in uh, AAA. Uh, another big game yesterday for Columbus. Uh, he went three for five with a home run, six runs uh, driven in and a walk against Nashville. Uh, over his last eight games, Oscar Gonzalez is 18 for 34, uh, batting 529 with three doubles, a triple, three home runs, 12 runs batted in. Uh, three walks and a stolen base. He's slugging 941 uh, in that stretch over his last eight games. Uh, is is it time to uh, maybe make that uh, Oscar Gonzalez for Gabriel Arias swap and and help the uh, help the offense out if you can? Yeah, I say free Oscar. Let's bring him up, get him up here, uh, Joe. Uh, I don't know if they'll do it before the break. But he definitely needs to be on this on this 26 man roster, you know, coming out of the break. I think uh, this is what this is what they were waiting for. They were, uh, you know, they said we want to bring him up when he gets hot. And uh, that's this is what they did last year. So, uh, you know, I would not be surprised if he if he's up here, you know, if not now. I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Would they bring him up for, with four games left before the break? Uh, or I'll tell you, get him up here and have him uh, just have him mash against Kansas City and, and feel good about himself heading into the break. Uh, it would be ideal. I, I, you know, if we walk into that clubhouse uh, later on this afternoon and, and he's sitting there, I would not it would not totally shock me. Uh, but if you uh, if you bring him up after the break, yeah, that's uh, you know have them have him meet them out there in Texas. Uh, that'd be um, you know something that maybe we get him going from there. Yeah, I mean he's done what they wanted him to do. You know, obviously he's making contact. He's he's swinging at pitches he can drive. Uh, you know, I know he uh, when he got sent down, he you know he didn't sulk. He was you know in went down to AAA. He was in the manager's office the first day. You know, saying you know he was going to do what he had to do to get back, and uh, he, he he's shown it, Joe. So he's proven it. I don't think they can ignore this, you know, much longer. Yeah, it's uh, he's he should go down there and sort of make himself a problem, make make himself the the problem that the the Guardians have to address, and by by you know playing and doing the things that they need him to do, and and he's done that at least over the last you know week to two weeks uh, at the plate. Uh, uh, before we get going here, um, I want to remind our our listeners uh, about Subtext, our subscription service, especially. Uh, in this last, uh, you know, home stand, uh, last four games at home before the All Star break, uh, if anything changes, if if we do walk into the clubhouse and Oscar Gonzalez is sitting there uh, this <laughs> afternoon, you'll be the first ones to know about it on Subtext. Uh, you can sign up by going to cleveland.com/subtext or sending a text message to two one six two zero eight four three four six. It's three ninety nine a month. And you get uh, the opportunity to send uh, questions and uh, send your responses and your thoughts about the Guardians to Hoinsey and myself, uh, as well as getting uh, all of that uh, insider info as as quickly as possible. 
the home run derby field is set and Jose Ramirez will not be a part of the festivities uh, prior to the all-star game in Seattle. Uh, Luis Robert and Adolis Garcia um, get the final two spots in the uh, the field. Uh, no Shohei Otani, no uh, defending champ uh, Juan Soto in the field. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised that, uh, that that Major League Baseball is not making Otani, uh, you know, be part of the, uh, the festivities. But obviously he's dealing with a finger blister and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, no Jose in the home run derby. Uh, he can go and maybe have uh, a little bit more of a relaxed all-star experience uh, this time without the pressure of having to compete in uh, in any of the the uh, outlying uh, activities. Yeah, it sounded like you wanted to do it though, Joe. Right? If they had yeah. not, if they had invited him. Yeah, I think and and being healthy this year probably would have changed it. You know. So maybe next year, if he if he has a few more home runs heading into the break uh, and and gets a an invitation, uh, you know, for another all all star game, you you just never know, you know, you can't sort of, uh, you know, bank on the fact that he's going to be an all star next year or the year after or the year after. So, you know, you want to take opportunities whenever they're given. I just don't know that uh, that Major League Baseball wanted to extend the opportunity. So, uh, who knows? Um, you know, we'll, we'll see with Jose, but, you know, also all those, all those worries and all those factors about, uh, you know, do, do guys screw up their swings or could they hurt themselves or, or anything like that? Uh, you know, Tito, Tito gives them his blessing to go and compete in things, but you know, there's always that worry in the back of their yeah. minds. So it's probably reassuring for, for Tito and for the club that, uh, that Jose is not going to be in the field. Who's your money on? Uh, Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso just, I'm going with the polar bear too, definitely. Pete Alonso always just seems to to find a way to come through in these competitions. Plus, this is more of a it's more of an endurance thing now than it is a, a power and strength thing. I mean, it, you saw he's just sort of built for uh, yeah. you know driving the ball out of the park, but also having the the conditioning to to be able to do it for you know an extended period. You've got to go pretty deep if, with all these these sort of rounds and levels of the competition. Uh, by the end, you're pretty exhausted. Yeah, he's, he reminds me of a professional wrestler. He should be a WWE <laughs> or something. And he likes that moment, too. You can tell, Joe. He, he, he loves it. Who was your favorite professional wrestler, if you have to think back? That's... You, oh, you know who my favorite was? Moose Cholak. You probably oh. never even heard of him. He, no. At the old public arena... He used to wear a moose head coming into the ring, like a full moose head. It was the best. Yeah, I, I love that guy. <laughs> all right, I go, I'm going with the junkyard dog because he wore the <laughs> wore the chains. That was the that was the best. Uh, all right, Hoinsey, we'll check back in uh, again on tomorrow's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.